With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the intro said, this is Cindy Meyer from Spirit Seeker Magazine. We um, have been in, uh, a magazine read online for 17 years, and we've been published in print for um, actually eight, almost 18 years. It's just hard for me to believe. But um, we started off as a newsletter and then expanded that into an every other month publication. And then um, right around 2000, we went to a monthly publication. So you can read Spirit Seeker online each and every month at www.spiritseeker.com. In addition, the May, um, Spirit Seeker hosts uh, classes, holistic conferences. We host the weekly radio show that you're listening to now, and we have over 400 archive shows that you can listen to at any time, um, at any time you desire. It's there. It's a virtual blog, and um, we are just grateful that more and more of uh, the different people are finding their way to the show and to the magazine. Now, the one thing that I do ask is that if you are listening for our first time and you are not on our Sanct email list, please send us an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, and then we will add you uh, to our weekly e-zine where we um, let you know about different mind, body, spirit events happening throughout the whole U.S., and occasionally we um, let you know about different things happening in the rest of the world. Spirit Seeker takes people on trips, swimming with dolphins, um, to Sedona. We are going to Spain in 2015, uh, visiting sacred sites and uh, doing a spiritual pilgrimage. So if you ever want to know about these things, you just need to send us an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and then you will be on our email list and know about when the magazine's online, um, when our expos are happening, etc. So this issue of the March um, uh, magazine is still online, and there is an article from our keynote speaker at the April 6th Expo, uh, Margaret Ann Limbo, and I interviewed her two weeks ago. You can listen to that interview. Um, she's wrote a wonderful article, Seven Secrets of Color Chakra Awakening, and she will be talking about um, the chakra system and keeping yourself healthy and well using the colors and the different energy techniques that she'll be teaching um, at the at the holistic conference, she's coming in and teaching a crystal certification on Saturday, and we'll be doing private sessions. Um, one of the best articles I've read in a long time is also in this March issue about the 21st century marriage crisis or opportunity—a whole new way of looking at at marriage. Um, okay, so there we go. That's that. Now we have five guests tonight, which is pretty exciting. Each and every one of the guests that will be coming on will be um, giving a talk at the conference on April the 6th, and you can see. Every Everything about this, uh, the different speakers, the entertainment, we have 
beautiful, amazing music. We have a didgeridoo player who will be um, coming in. Uh, we have so many different states represented at this expo, it's just hard to believe. Um, so it's truly a, a national gathering coming together, and each of the musicians does healing work with their instrument. We have... Um, we have John Two Hooks coming in who has healed with a Native American flute forever. We have Joseph Carringer who is a didgeridoo player who does, he's going to be doing um, a didge healing. We have um, Todd Mosby who is doing sonic cleansing uh, and he's doing this at the Excitement Can- Cancer Institute in St. Louis. So he is helping people playing his music and doing a cleanse that takes uh, people back to the Atlantean times. So it's like a past life regression clearing, past karma, present karma, and future karma. We also have uh, Jackie Klein who will be playing the flute, and we have Richard Carr who plays the piano. So all of that is on the website. But now we are going to go straight to our guests, and we're going to start with Shelley Wilson, and then we will um, continue on. And if you have a question at any time, please just press one pound on your um, phone, and my um, producer will let me know that there is a caller with a question. But because we have so much to cover, it's going to be a primarily um, listen show tonight. So Shelley Wilson is an intuitive medium. She's a Reiki master and spiritual teacher. Um, she has her own radio show each and every week. She is a, um, the author of uh, three different books, uh, 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. Um, she teaches classes all through um, the U.S., and she just really is a fabulous lady. So, Shelley, are you there? I am there. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for making time to be able to uh, be on the show tonight, and thank you for all that you're doing. You know, well, you really do a lot of different things. <laughs> well, so do you, Cindy, I have to say. So, you know, what you see in me, you're seeing in yourself as well. Well, I don't know. I love what I do, and I have a feeling you're the same way. I am. I am the so. same way. I wouldn't want it any other way, to be honest. But I have to say, I'm looking forward to this expo, and it's just around the corner, and that's why we're here tonight. But the Holistic Living Expo on April 6th is just going to be a fabulous day. I can already feel it. Lots of wonderful people coming together to speak, music, as you indicated, and lots of vendors as well. Yeah, we have a full house. We have a waiting list for boots. <laughs> it's like, and um, there was actually a couple that opened up because of, you know, circumstances where someone right. wasn't able to be there. But um, And we're rearranging the floor plan, uh, trying to fit more people in. Right. But, you know, a lot of holistic conferences um, are in silence, you know, and we're known for our music. We're known for um, just having amazing, you know, all kinds of things. We just added a belly dancer today, and um, and I know that uh, you will be um, giving a talk, and yes. your talk will be messages from spirit. So let's yes. let the listeners know uh, what they can expect during your talk, and uh, what else you'll be offering at your booth. Right. Well, absolutely. What. I am, as I am an intuitive medium, I like the energy of the word intuitive, that connotation versus psychic, but I do have psychic abilities, and then I'm also a medium where I do connect with those on the other side. So during my presentation, I will be offering you messages from spirit, which will be from your angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. So those in attendance, there will be that opportunity to receive a message. Recognize as well that anytime you make a conscious choice to attend an event, whether you're fully aware of it or not, As Sonia Choquette says, you have a divine appointment. So 
whether you're the one that is getting a personal message, many times there will be something that you can glean from it as well. So this is something that's really important to recognize. So, so there will be more often than not something that speaks to your soul as well. And in addition to giving that presentation, I will be offering private sessions, and I will have my books, 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness, available for purchase as well. Right. So you'll. Um, so the the way the lectures work is that um, we have lectures every hour on the hour, and uh, when the lecture is complete, the authors um, will be doing a book signing um, at their booth, and uh, all of this information is, is on the website. And we have two lecture rooms that are going at the same time, um, and it's just you know it's just an action packed day. But um, sounds like it. Yes. Well, it, it's you know, and it's the twenty eighth one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it's uh, this, we started these in nineteen ninety six. Um, but you know, Shelley, what I know you've done this work for a while now. What um, what do you feel is changing um, so so much? You know, we we always thought, or not always, but we were told two thousand twelve. You know, right. you know twenty twelve. But right. here we are, twenty fourteen. And what what are you seeing with well, um, changes or, or or just things to be aware of at this I, point? I, what I feel. First and foremost is that a lot more people are becoming aware, more people are waking up, and what it takes is each one of us having the courage to say, I believe, you know, this this is who I am, and, and just really practicing their belief system, and otherwise... In other words, doing it out in the open, so to speak, instead of behind closed doors. And recognize I'm just talking about symbolically an analogy. But the more that we have the courage to say, this is who I am, this is what I believe in, you would be surprised because you're opening the door for others. So the more that we empower ourselves to be who we are, the more that we're inviting others to do the same and offer in that comfortability as well. And even I studied with Tony Stockwell just a couple of weeks ago, and, and it's really amazing because Tony's a medium from the U.K., and, and he's talking about his own evolution. He's been a medium for 30 years actively doing this work. And it's just amazing how people are becoming more aware, recognizing that we can connect to those that have passed. And, you know, I think with the media and even through such venues and platforms as this expo, people are invited in. They feel safe. They feel comfortable. It's not one of those things that just certain people went to. It's just becoming more mainstream. Right. You know, I can remember the first holistic conference in um, 1996, and people just didn't even know what Reiki was. They're, they, they're like, "What are you talking about? What is Reiki?" And, and I still encounter this today because um, I was, I was in Chicago over the weekend, um, and I don't know. Is I, you know, I have hands that turn on when people need healing, and yeah. so I was waiting <laughs> while my husband <laughs> was in the dressing room, and I'm looking over at this young man um, from India. Uh, who was waiting for a friend of his in the dressing room, and he's holding his rib cage, and I know, he was just in terrible pain. And so, of course, we're both sitting there in these chairs outside the waiting room, and, you know, spirit calls. So next thing you know, I'm doing a healing session on him because I just I was like, this is just ridiculous to be in this much pain when just a little bit of Reiki will take that away. Right, absolutely. And so, yeah, right. So later, my older son, it was my younger, my 16-year-old who was in the, in the dressing room, and my, later my 28-year-old said, I came over there, and I, I saw you talking to that guy, and I knew he was in pain, by the way. And he says, I knew you were going to work on him, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this, this, this is a very yeah. he, educated man, but he had never heard of any kind of hands-on healing like this. Yeah. And he's like, your hands are so warm. I'm like, mm, yeah, but it's yes. your body. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Well, I had the opportunity to to interview James Van Prague last week for an issue of Home Times, the, the current issue that's available. It's a green online magazine. But the really cool thing is James and I had this conversation, and we were talking about just what we are now, Cindy, and, and what he said. He's like, you know, I was just having this discussion with some friends, and we joked that, you know, first it was herbal tea, and then yoga, and then mindfulness, and now mediumship. It's all becoming normal, and it's all becoming right, mainstream. Right. I've studied with James Von Prague several times and uh, have interviewed him myself, and he's just so wonderful. I think I've interviewed him three times. And he, um, but when you take his class, within the first hour, you are body scanning and you are um, pretty much like reading the chakra yeah. system, even yeah, though you're hands you know, on. You know, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, within one hour, I mean, everybody's like feeling and scanning, and you know, crown chakra all the way down. And I mean, I mean, he just empowers people. Yeah. And um, but you know. You know, when you look at, you know, John Edwards, James von Prague, Sylvia Brown, of course, who crossed over, and Doreen Virtue, and then, you know, Teresa Caputo, <laughs> she, she's the newest one, but she has taken it to a whole new level for so yes. many people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, it's just amazing to watch the unfolding. And, and you know, even I did a, a reading today for someone, and, and she's like, you know, I watch Teresa all the time. And I said, you know, just the first thing I want to remind you is that what you see on TV has been edited for TV. So just important to be aware that there is a little bit of difference. Um, you know, it's still very real, but it is TV. So just remember that. Yeah, but she's helped all of us. I mean, of you course. Know, it's, of it's course. like when all the massage places opened and people were flipping out over Massage Envy and, you know, Massage Lux. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they, we will have people who would never have dreamed of trying a massage. Right. Who, because this is a legitimate business, you know, instead look at it like an opportunity that they are, you know, voices to help, right. you know, the exactly. rest of us, you know, grow and thrive. Exactly. But, you know, whenever you look at something as competition, then, of course, that's what you're going to experience. Right. But but the the cooperative coming together and mainstream the things becoming normal and um, I mean I'm reading at this this uh, holistic journeys I read there every three months and the last time I read there I think only seven of the people I read for had ever had a reading before oh wow it was all new people and families whole families coming in wanting to learn about crystals wanting to learn about healing aromatherapy I mean it was it was just fascinating to me because uh, you know it's it's more of a it's a smaller town area than St. Louis and mm-hmm. it's just right across the river but nonetheless people are hungry for this knowledge so I think your words you know that you said about people right now need to talk about it we're emissaries of life yes yes Absolutely. You know, and the more we talk about it, I mean, Jamestown Products started off in the um, the seminary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and then, yeah. and then he realized that wasn't his path. Yes, and, and he had the courage to acknowledge that and, and look where he is now, helping others to understand their own truths as well. Oh, I know. It's just it's just a small world. And um, so a conference like this is a way to make connections, and that's what I always you know, encourage everyone, like, yes, you have your booth, but pay attention. And this, this comes from um, Deepak Chopra back in the early 90s or late 90s. He said, we're way past synchronicity <laughs> and we're into, we're into synchro destiny. And yeah, he said, look yeah. at the people, like even the people on this call tonight who are listening and the people who, you know, are coming together for this conference. We may have worked together many lifetimes. Very true. And you, 
there's there's just a, a, a big uh, thing. So Shelley, do this for us if you would. Um, mm-hmm. You know, listeners, you can go to spiritseekermagazine.com forward slash expo or just go to spiritseeker.com, either one, and you'll get to the expo site by clicking on the um, the flyer. And each of the speakers, their, their talk descriptions are there and the room uh, that they will be in uh, is there. But Shelley, what is your website in case people uh, want to call you for a reading and or get to know you before you, you know, before the conference, right. um, what is your website so they can find yes, you? Yes, my website is ShellyRWilson.com, and that's S-H-E-L-L-Y-R-W-I-L-S-O-N.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. The page is Shelly Wilson. URL is Intuitive Medium Shelly. Well, and there will be a wonderful article by um, Shelly, a guided meditation that will be in the April issue of Spirit Seeker, um, and that will be at the conference, but it will be also online April 1st. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. So, Shelly, I'm so excited. Yeah, looking forward to meeting you in person, Cindy, so just a short time. I feel like I've known you. Well, we have. We we just have yet to meet in person. So, listeners, um, I invite you to attend. I, I just highly know that this will be a wonderful opportunity to make those conscious connections and to transform and enlighten and become more in tune and aware. Beautiful way to put it. Okay, so so thank you so much, and um, if you can stay on, we're going to have you on a little bit later. Um, so thank right you, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Okay, so now um, I am not sure if Juliana and John Renner are here. John was just coming into the airport at 7, um, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce them, and then um, if they're not here, we'll go on to our next uh, guest. But um, Juliana and John Renner are going to be speaking on a topic, Aware and Thriving, and these two have been doing the work for quite some time. Um, They work with uh, the importance of awareness, and they work with your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, um, and knowing that we are in this golden age and light where things can manifest like the light, the, the, the speed of light, shall we say. So they're going to be talking about uh, reacting versus mindful responding, um, taking you to a space of where you have the same situation, but instead of going into that automatic response, you're able to slow it down and uh, respond versus that knee-jerk reaction. They will be teaching the importance of congruency in our body's energy fields and um, They'll be teaching tools, uh, an alignment exercise, and also um, the violet transmuting flame. Even since this description was written, they've received other information on what they're going to be talking about, but this is the gist. But Juliana and John are both longtime students of um, uh, Her Holiness Saima Lakshmi Devi and um, Saima's transformational healer studies. And I've been in a room with Saima. Uh, with an introductory class with over 300 people from every nationality uh, tend to a table doing healing work where the body was never touched. Um, and yet it was so profound. And you would have five different languages being spoken and people would have headsets on. And um, but, but it didn't matter because we were all there doing energy field work together. And Saima is one of the most amazing people I have met who just uses her love and her high frequency to help change people. But, um, but Juliana and John have studied with her. They've also, uh, they're both advanced data healing practitioners and conscious light workers. John has the gift of clairvoyance as an energy field worker guiding clients into greater awarenesses and shifts. And Juliana uses her gifts to strategically consult clients into mindfully creating 
their experiences uh, in manifested life. They both understand the importance of alignment with action, authenticity, and change. So Juliana and John, are you there? Cindy, Juliana oh. is here. I'm still <laughs> waiting for John. <laughs> well, I am yeah, that you speak for both of you. <laughs> Absolutely, that was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you you know, and even since this original uh, description came in, I know that uh, you two have evolved. You have a new business name, and so oh my gosh. Me. Everything is crazy. And, you know, it's funny because the whole light speed thing, um, we're not even really, if we're not conscious, we don't really know what it is that we're creating. And that's what we truly, you know, he, uh, John and I want to talk about is being conscious, having an awareness of our feelings, having an awareness of our thoughts recognizing patterns, recognizing belief systems, and even the patterns and belief systems that no longer serve us. We're here to be these great, magnetic, magnificent beings, and so many times we find ourselves in these patterns of playing small. And it's really a matter of creating just the awareness of, okay, I'm playing small right now. I'm feeling really contracted. Why am I contracted? What's the pattern that's causing this? And moving through it, and again, you're so right, it's like with action, being there with action. And I love also, Cindy, you mentioned um, synchronicity versus synchron destiny. It's the first yes. time I've ever heard that. I love it. Oh, but it, it. makes sense, it. doesn't it? Doesn't oh, my it? gosh. It's so much this, but we can only be there with awareness. Just being in the present moment with complete awareness, knowing what's happening, what are we feeling, what's the emotion, and just having that complete awareness. And it's all a practice. It's a practice moment to moment. Well, and so tell us about um, the alignment exercise and the violet. Okay, um, okay go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so the alignment exercise, this is one of the basic things um, that John and I learned, like one of the first times we met with Saima. And it is an alignment of the um, energy frequency. So it's your energetic body where um, it's just it's a hand motion. And you may have even learned it as well when you were with Saima. Um, but it's just a hand movement where you put your hands in prayer position and you raise one arm up and one arm down. This is all with breath and it's with intention, just like all energy work. There's intention, there's breath, there's um, intention, breath, and then there's the energy there. So anyway, so we'll be teaching that hands-on at the at the time that we're speaking. And then the violet flame, this is something very dear to my heart. And again, it's something that we learned that I was introduced to with Saima. The violet flame, St. Germain, he's been around for a really, really, really long time. And many different practices utilize the violet flame. It's for us, it's for humanity to transmute, for us to move through all of our stuff that we have, all of our learnings that we have, to move through all of that. So we'll be um, just teaching like an invocation, and we're all going to utilize it. 
It's something that anyone can use at any point in time. We can use it with ourselves. We can use it with others. We can project it to places. It doesn't matter. But it's an energy for us to use. Again, it's just a matter of us bringing our awareness to it, our intention, our focus, and our breath to it. It's all going to be fun. It's all fun stuff. <laughs> this is all fun and that's for the, me. <laughs> well, and that's really, I'm glad you said that because I think so many people get stuck in this thing of, I'm working on it, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. And it's enlightenment, okay. I mean, all we have to do is think about the Dalai Lama. He smiles, he radiates that glow, and he does the energy transmission without you even knowing he's doing it. You know, like a lot of teachers right. from India and Saima, you know, you'll see their hand go up and you know that you're, like, receiving a blessing. I mean, they do it with the Pope, everybody. You know, I mean, it's – and I hate to say this, but, you know, Heil Hitler actually figured out that by by doing that Heil Hitler, that was an energy transmission, and he took the swastika, ah, came from India, came, wow. came from India, and he oh reversed it. That man was right. brilliant in a, in a detrimental, <laughs> not such a good way, but nonetheless, he understood right. it, and that's what, every yeah. time he did that, there was that swastika in his palm, you know, it's like, oh my God, but it was reversed. And um, so so what 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 is true, what what you just said is that it's high vibration, and these energy transmissions of thoughts, thoughts are things, and all of us yep. coming together for this conference raises yep. the vibration up, and it's like you're right there in that holy second and so present and so aware. Right. And that's, you know, I mean, what Shelley was saying about just know that you're emissaries of light. Be present and share your share this gift yep. of happiness and joy. Yep. So oh the other thing, I, okay, so Cindy also um, have, I think I just got a text from John, so he may okay. be on the phone here. Um, okay. But the other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, awareness is, is step one, and that's with any discipline, awareness. Um, but the, the big, big thing that we really have to get to is our action. What is our action now? You know, what is it that we're going to do next? How are we going to move our body? How are we going to gesture? How are we going to look at someone? How are we going to use our voice? How are we going to use our touch? What is it that we really want to create from all of that? What is it that we really want to experience? And so this is all just, it's a, it's a new way to play the game of life, a new way to play the game of life with complete awareness, intention, and then movement and action with that. Okay. And we can have fun. Yes. Okay, so Juliana, I know you have a new website. Yes. Yes. Do you want me to come um, back to it when I bring John on? <laughs> yeah, I'll bring John ahead. on a little bit later in the show, so stay tuned. I, and I know it's brand new. I have it. I have it on the uh, on the website, but I don't have it, it in front of me. It is brand new. Okay. okay, so we'll come we'll come back to it, but we're going to bring John on a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Juliana. That was Juliana Renner, everyone. Okay. All right, so um, we are now going to go to Julie Renee Doring, who is an author and health mentor, and she um, is known for Better Brain, Brighter Performance, Owning Your uh, Strategic Edge. So um, there will also be an article in our April issue written by Julie Renee, and she says that, you know, what her whole thing is, is similar to the waking up. She says millions of Americans are suffering from fuzzy brain, 
poor memory and lost work hours because they're exhausted and this fuzzy brain is you know basically and, and, and every any, all you have to do is hear the uh, fuzzy brain and it's like an onomatopoeia you know immediately what she's talking about so she um, is teaching what's the secret to turning all that around becoming focused clear and having the momentum to see your projects and dreams fulfilled so she will be talking about finding out how to play your best game at 100% every single day she's an award-winning leader and America's favorite health mentor Um, she has helped women succeed in life and business by getting them to 100% in health and vitality first Uh, she launched her first business from her tiny San Francisco studio apartment in 1993 and she has prevailed over a challenging history of multiple cancers and five near-death experiences. She is the author of groundbreaking books, Your Divine Human Blueprint, 100% You Formula, and Awakening the Healthy American. Her unique gift of healing defines the energy science of cellular quantum mechanics. She's been recognized for leadership given the 2010-2011 National Association of Professional Women's Woman of the Year Award, and she has received powerful Women International's um, Global Leadership Award in 2012. She's on the front line, she's doing the work, and she's making a difference. So Julie Renee, are you there? I'm here. Thank you, Cindy. Oh, my gosh. You are so welcome, and thank you for being here. I know you're busy, and <laughs> you've just been in every direction lately. <laughs> oh, my God. It has been, uh, yeah, it's a whirlwind, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here, and I wouldn't miss it for the world, and super excited about coming back. It's been a while since I've been in St. Louis, and I miss all my buddies in St. Louis. So Yeah, well, you have quite a um, quite a following in St. Louis, and so it's wonderful, you know, that you're able to, you know, meet with old friends, make new friends, and, um, but I just want to, I want to ask you, what, how did you come to your skills as a master health activator? How did it all come about? Um, really, seven years ago, being just absolutely done with suffering, with pain and illness and one more catastrophe after another, I went to my garden in prayer and meditation and said, God, take me or make me well. You promised me the Garden of Eden and I'm virtually living in hell on earth. And um, that very first day, I started seeing the downloads. I started seeing the human blueprint. I watched a master cell, a very, very sick cell in my body, go to its perfected God state and it was amazing. Within a couple of weeks, my body was really rapidly regenerating. My pain disappeared. This unbearable pain that I'd been taking massive pain medication for was gone. And within a few uh, months, I was running 30 miles a week on a mountain trail. And that was really remarkable because I had been in a wheelchair and they had told me I would never walk without unbearable pain. So, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I I remember interviewing Joe Dispenza, and he was told the same thing. He was on a striker frame, you know, being basically like a spit. They turn you upside down. They turn, you know, they turn you around. And he was told that he would never walk again, that it was just done. And he was, you know, he's a chiropractor. And he, he had the same thought system that you're describing where he communicated with every cell of his body. Mm-hmm. and he turned it around. But how did you know? Did you just kind of like hear spirit talk to you? I mean, how did you have that awakening that you could turn this around and not to listen to them? You know, it's really um, remarkable. I, I I see that exactly that same thing. I had to leave the medical uh, people completely because they were all psychically sending me, you're going to die. So I had these death pictures massively coming from my doctors. 
and I had to step away from that. And then I had to really get into uh, who am I and what am I about. And the whole reason that I had survived and come back into a dying body when it was dying, and I'd, I had two two experiences where I actually died and pushed myself back in, was I felt that I was here for a reason. And what became very clear to me after the experience was that I was here to bring the human blueprint back to humanity, to show people how to use the blueprint and quantum energy to restore their body to not just okay, but to 100%, and that everybody can do it. It's really available for everybody, and I've spent the last few years and actually just kind of unplugged this last year so that I could get it all done. I've got my big manual out now, the... Your Divine Human Blueprint, it's 558 pages. teaches all the protocols, everything, how you access the quantum field, how you restore the body. It covers everything. And I, I really wow. feel that that is my purpose, my reason for being. It's why I am here on the planet. That's my entire reason is to bring this to you, to bring this to the community, to bring this to the global community. Well, and you know, I, I think you're doing it. You know, not even think. I know you're doing it. And um, when I read your your article that is in the April issue just coming out, I thought, oh, I, it's just you're tuned in, and it's simple things that anyone can do to master to create recreate this blueprint that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It, it's so easy. It's so because because this is not the latest newest thing. This is the oldest thing around. This is our design. There are 41 blueprints on the planet. When we meld together, we look more beautiful. I mean, this is our original design. This is how we were created. We were created to live hundreds of years. So we're going back to the original design, to the fields that support the original design, and we're just tapping back into it and remembering it. We're waking back up. And I love this new era because it's the era of equality and androgyny, which means that we can bring God information in and people can receive it. It's not meant to be withheld from us. We, we are ready. So, Julie Renee, quickly, um, not quickly, but, you know, succinctly, what is fuzzy brain? Well, you know, fuzzy brain can be a number of different things, but, you know, millions of Americans are experiencing cognitive decline, and it's primarily from dehydration. Um, The brain has no capacity to store water. The average American is losing 80 ounces of water a day, and yet they're only replacing it with 36 ounces of water. Since we can't store water, if you're a guzzler and you're drinking 16 ounces of water every few hours, that's no good. You're gonna, your brain is going to dehydrate, you're going to drink that water, and you're going to pee out most of it. You're going to absorb maybe 6 ounces of it. So my recommendation is to sip 16. 16 times a day have 4 ounces of water. And the formula, if you want to know, if you're a big guy and you're 240 pounds, you're actually going to need 120 ounces of water to replace what you're losing during the day. And if you're a gal who's maybe 120 pounds, you need 60 ounces of water a day. So just calculate that out, four to six ounces every half an hour. It's going to keep you really fresh and clear. You go to those workshops and you get a fuzzy brain. You're working in the afternoon, you get a fuzzy brain. Your head starts aching. You're dehydrated. <laughs> well, and uh, it's one of the first things that they look at, you know, when people are older, because older people just forget to hydrate totally, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, but but young people, like you were saying, you know, they think they're drinking enough water, but they're really not. 
Yeah, it's so true. And while you're drinking that water, I want to suggest something else. I know that we've really gotten kind of atrophied in our chairs in front of our computer. Get up, drink that 30 ounces of or 34 ounces of water, and then do a little dance for 90 seconds to get your brain back going. If you're you're sitting and you're sitting and you're sitting and you're sitting, after about 30 minutes, your brain is told that it needs to slow down. And so you're doing this day after day after day after day. I want you to get up and dance for 90 seconds. Just rock out, move around, take some deep breaths in, maybe breathe in pink and gold. That's actually the colors. If you breathe in pink and gold, you're actually regenerating yourself. And then get right back to work. Well, this is a perfect segue into our last question for now. Um, How do you feel that computers are causing sleep disorders? You know, the the thing with the computer, which is so remarkable and people don't realize, is that the screen is very bright. It is bright enough that if you are sitting at your computer in the evening hours as the sun is setting, it will fool your pineal gland, the gland that releases melatonin. It will fool it into not releasing melatonin um, because the, the gland will think that the sun is shining bright because the computer screen is bright. So you need to get off the computer during the hours of sunset And, you know, you need to take a break from the computer anyway. Um, The other thing is that if you're stressing, the the computer can, technology can really strain the body and the adrenals, and the adrenals is the other um, really sleep disorder bugaboo when the adrenals get overtaxed. You'll actually have difficulty falling asleep. You'll wake up numerous times during the night. Um, You may be wide awake at 4 or 5 in the morning and then exhausted at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. So just honor the body. Bring balance back to your world. Really look at how much time do I need to spend on the computer to accomplish what I need to. And then make sure that you're getting outside, you're breathing fresh air, and that you're not looking at the computer as the sun is going down. You know, I am a uh, feng shui consultant, and I'm also trained in biobiology, which is a... um, it's a it's a form of analyzing a space with electromagnetic frequencies, and it's from Germany. And there's only one school in the whole U.S. that that um, has this school, you know, of knowledge. And the EMFs from the computer, what you're what you are tapping into and understanding, is so like accurate. It totally goes with this German philosophy. Like everything from, um, no matter how many times you clean carpets. Even if you're using a greener technique with the carpets, there's still chemicals. So every time you're walking across those carpets, you know, there you are. If you use vinyl uh, wallpaper, the walls literally cannot breathe. And it goes to the EMFs. And, um, and there, are, there are ways to demagnetize this. And black tourmaline, which you will learn about any of you that are coming to any of the crystal workshops or whatever, but, but I've seen it. The cell phones, if you take a tiny piece of black tourmaline and you tape it on your cell phone, it will totally neutralize the EMFs that are coming from it. And studies have shown, you know, like the, the lady that actually taught me biobiology and my feng shui uh, training had a son who went away to college and he was always like, sleep patterns were great, everything was wonderful. All of a sudden, he could not function and you know he finally his mom said okay I'm going to come visit and see what's going on because he was a straight A student and all of a sudden his sleep was thrown off everything she came analyzed the room couldn't see anything wrong with it she says I think I need to see the room next to you exactly what you just described was sleep patterns being disrupted on the other side of the wall where his head was on his pillow was this kid who had created this computer lab 
Mm-hmm. And all the time while he was sleeping, he was getting blasted with this computer EMFs. The minute they did whatever to de-neutralize that and move this kid's bed from right next to this wall where all these EMFs were glowing in the dark, he went back to normal sleep patterns and he was able to function. So it's like there's just so much and people don't know these things. So Julie Renee, you're you're tapping into so many things with the hydration of the body, with, you know, movement, moving and and everything else and all the and I know you're a medical intuitive and I know you like totally scan people and so I'm really grateful that you're that you're coming in, that you were able to come on the show tonight and um and we'll come back to you if we have time, but just thank you so much for all you're doing. You are so welcome. And by the way, um, I have a 100% U assessment on the julierenee.com site if, if people are interested in taking that and finding out how healthy they are. Okay, so it's J-U-L-I-E-R-E-N-E-E.com, julierenee.com. Okay, well, we will come back to you, but Julie Renee will be giving a talk at the expo, and then um, she will also be – are you going to be doing sessions while you're in town? Um, I don't have it set up, but I I will make an arrangement if there are people who want to speak to me about what it's like to work with me. I'm now doing three-month mentoring programs. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Well, now we're going to totally switch gears. (laughs) uh, We're going to Marsha McMahon, who is an author and a medium. And uh, Marsha is going to read some of the excerpts from her channeled messages from the great late John Lennon and his music and George Harrison from the other side. She's written um, books on this. She's received messages from from both of them. She's worked with Bob Murray, a famous medium in Canada, who has been working on this project for seven years. And Bob still gets the music, and Marsha will get the lyrics. So, um, And she's also, Marsha McMahon's an interesting per- person. She's a college professor, um, she, but she's a psychic channel and an artist, and she's the... Um, author of Messages of World Peace from Princess Diana. She's presented worldwide the Messages of Peace from the, from, from the late Princess Diana. And her messages are full of wisdom, uh, caution, and invaluable information for the entire world. And Princess Diana, through her channel, um, Marsha has intervened through diplomatic diplomatic means to influence world affairs and um, and she has a great uh, plan for peace. And so these messages that Marcia has received from these different wonderful light beings has uh, gone on to influence presidents, to diplomats, world officials, and governments. Uh, Marcia's books were brought to various diplomats over the years personally by a network of psychics. She has people all over the world that are helping her and, um, and her artwork is reaching new places. And um, so Marcia Marsha, are you there? I'm here, and what a pleasure it is to speak with you again, Cindy, and I'm really enjoying listening to your other guests. And I I do have my unique gifts, but I totally resonate with everyone else you've interviewed, and I'm completely fascinated. As you know, I've made a a complete recovery from stage 4 breast cancer, too, so I'm completely well now. So, I mean, I was able to write the book, by divine grace only, because I had the book waiting in the wings. The name of the book is Notes from John, Messages from Across the Universe. And how, how could you not make that play on words, you know, but John gave me the title. So I've been connected to D- John and Diana for some time, and I'm a medium, but I'm more of a, a channel than a medium, but I, 
also do spiritual consultations, and I'll be doing that at the fair. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting very broad and diverse in my interest. You mentioned Saima, and I'm, I'm into her too. So I think I met her through your website. And she's marvelous, and she said prayers, and she even called me one time. So oh, it was she's just, amazing. <laughs> she's wonderful, too. So I'm yeah. resonating with everything you're saying. So although my work stands out and I sound a little different or unique, um, my work has a special thrust for world peace. And the two great world peace uh, ascended masters for the modern times uh, happen to be Princess Diana and John Lennon, and they're well-known well the world over. And John did say when he was previously interviewed prior to his death that if we don't get peace love you know we're going we're going to get it sometime and i'll be back well he meant he was going to come back spirit side i think you know uh so you know i've been honored to work with bob murray and do you know that um john lennon came to me at the same time that he came to bob in 2005 and neither one of us were completely aware that John was creating um, or wanting to create some musical lyrics or music with Bob and, um, you know, myself, and I had begun to get downloads from John. But we don't claim the music is actually the Beatles. It's known as the Half Beats on the other side. So he's working with George, too. So I've had the honor of uh, dictating with George as well. So George has created a lot of songs with Bob, and then I get the lyrics, and we say that they're inspired because, you know, for copyright purposes, we can't claim that this is really the Beatles in terms of the music, but we know that it is. <laughs> you know, we're trusting. And I've had a lot of friends that have uh, helped me along the way, you, you might say. But um, I've been working with John on... Um, the music for more than seven years and then I was ill for a couple of years and explored all kinds of healing things and then I got back into this work and it's just been fabulous ever since. You know, Marsha, I you know, I I just have known you a long time now and you know, yeah. I knew the Princess Di. I mean, I've always been uh, fascinated with Princess Di. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I mean, I am a big fan of Downton Abbey. You know, but not to the point where I've watched every series or anything. But, but you know, the whole British way. I mean, they did a scientific study um, in Britain on the science of happiness. I mean, they were the first ones to really say, if you're happy, your cells are happy. There is, and they did it actually on work productivity. I mean, they wanted to know what made people happy. And how could they capitalize on that, which China has done for years. I mean, China, for as long as I've studied them, um, a lot of my undergraduate work was studying China and, and health and some other practices. And they would have the workers come, and their first 30 minutes of work before they actually went to their desk was doing exercises. You know, Qigong, it wasn't called Qigong, but it was like basically working with the qi in the body to build it up before they ever went to their desk. And so... I don't know. I, I just, you know, I just know that you um, you have understood so much. And when you started channeling John Lennon, I thought, oh, I wonder what she's going to come up with now because Princess Di just has made, you know, still to this day, you know, she she still helps so many people through her son, through sons, I should say. But but you know, we're on the she, yeah. Go ahead. Well, she's just done an amazing amount of work through me. I've got two previous works with her, with Love from Diana, Queen of Hearts, and then Princess Diana's Message of Peace. And one of them is out of print, but you can still pick up 
a couple of these uh, books. Yeah, they're rare and out of print now, but you can get them only from me at the fair, too. But the significance of what she did in her life was to end the landmines. She stood up for the underprivileged. She reached out in a way that no royal had ever done before. And so that began her ascension process, and both of these uh, modern masters, I call them modern ascended masters, because we think of ascended masters like Mother Mary or ascended master Babaji or somebody in the East, but they tell me they're ascended masters, but John won't admit to it. He says, no, no, love, I never did believe in religion and I don't want to be worshipped or put upon a throne, you know. But Diana actually was in she her... Understood. She understood the the yearnings of common people for freedom and for peace. So she's still doing this work through me. And I have in the past reached a very famous diplomats that were very open to my books and my messages and had email correspondence. And so I feel that this is my main thrust of my work. And I still continue it with John and George. And it's a, a much lighter fare these days. But I have many past lives in Britain, and I'm going to Britain soon to explore all of them. <laughs> and I'm oh my God, to a fabulous. lot of light workers over there. So that'll be fun and everything. I've been to the palace once, and I, I paint Princess Diana, too, and I showed them my paintings, and they were excited to take them. But that was at the time that the butler had all these revelations about it not being an accident and so on. And so... I was hesitant, and she warned me not to deal directly with them. So I had to give up that uh, opportunity. I've got 30, 40, 50 paintings, and now I'm painting angels and universes, and I also channel Archangel Michael, too. So the, the book is going to be, you know, the talk is going to be focused more on the Beatles and what the meaning of, of the Beatles was on the earth plane as seen from um, the spirit side now with uh, both John and George and some of the compositions that they've been writing. And if you have time, I can share a brief message. And if not, we please, can... Please, please, please do. But the, the main message, you and I talked a little bit earlier today, the main message of the Beatles was to awaken people to the vibration of love. Am I right? Exactly. And it's all in the book. John all you on... need is love. All you need is love. And he's got all these cliches, and he signs off, imagine peace and imagine love. And believe it or not, in my younger years, I was a big Beatles fan, but not particularly a John fan. But he came to me. And so then I would channel things in like imagine peace, imagine love. And one time somebody gave me, um, you know, the, the tape with Yoko, and sure enough, there were the words there to confirm that, this was he, but I've had a lot of other mediums come to me and channel John, so I know it's true, but the the gist of it, and I'll just read a little bit here, it, it is pretty simple. He speaks on free love and the Beatles, and he says in this message here, which I'll be quoting on that day, and he speaks in a very uh, thick liver Puglian accent. It's, it's cu- completely sometimes hard to hear his words. It's so it's, it's such a thick accent, you know. But they, he says there's now such a profound need for peace with Israel and Palestine on the verge of war and the North Korean dictator and on and on. But he doesn't get much into politics, but let me go on with the message here. I'm trying to get to the next page here. Excuse me. 
And it seems to me that there are nations around the world that want aggressive military action besides the United States and so on. And he, he goes on to say, your message and your work couldn't be more important now, especially Diana's words can prevent more terror on America. I'm not a patriotic sort, as you know, and I was the rebel spirit of the Beatles, but nonetheless, I don't want any more war or terror upon America because the, America is is the only free country among just a few. He says about the Beatles, we had to go big in America because that was where the future light workers of ascension would be. We had them in England, too, the whole generation. But without the freedom there in America, there wouldn't have been free love. Although it was Yoko and I on our dream, on our honeymoon, for Christ's sake, and it caught on in America. And that, why, that is why there's so much channeling and work with angels happening in America. America is the leader for all spiritual waves. And frankly, it, it had to happen in America. So he goes on to say and praise America. And you know he did become an American too. So he wanted to be part of the peace and love movement. When you think back, there wouldn't have been the peace and love movement and the long hair and all of the other things that they brought, you know, the Eastern mysticism from India and all of the other things that went along with the 60s without John Lennon. He started it all, you know. Right. Oh, I know. He was it. He was it. I, I saw the very first uh, time they appeared on Ed Sullivan. I was like eight years old. And my I did cousin, too. Susie, Susie Valenti is like, we were, we just, I'm so glad we were visiting at my aunt you know, Louise's house because, you know, Susie's like, we have to watch this. We have to watch this. And, you know, she was my older, older cousin, a little bit older. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, just come. And she was just like, ah! you know, I mean, I, I remember all it. of that. Oh, I know. The whole fun. thing. And then, you know, with the, with the, um, you know, there's just been so much lately on TV with, you know, recapturing re- those moments. So, oh my gosh. Well, Marsha McMahon, thank you so much. And um, we're I look forward, forward to, to being with you again. It's oh been a gosh. pleasure to listen to your other guests and it, it'll be a pleasure to speak and do readings and have my art again. Thank you so much for having oh my me gosh. on the show and thank inviting you. me to the third Seeker. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, you're a light for many. Okay, so you can kind of get a feel if you're listening. This is, you know, a very eclectic group of people coming together to bring this light and information. And now we're going to go to uh, Jane Clare. And the topic that she will be speaking on is healing God's forgotten uh, gift. And Jane is a licensed spiritual healer. She's a certified aroma shapes trainer, a raindrop harmonic specialist, a natural therapies coach, an aromatherapy coach. And in September 2013, Jane completed courses with Dr. Christy Bounds-Garrett to attain the position of vibrational raindrop technique coach and raindrop harmonics coach, which uses essential oils, tuning forks, and color therapy to achieve inner balance. She works as a team with her husband, Don, to provide education and and training at the Clare Center in Waterloo, Illinois. And her husband, Don, has written um, a a book, and he talks about the introduction introduction, to what was used to heal the body in biblical times. So he um, should be talking about this in her talk, and... um, um, you know, they're using the, the – I'm a big believer in tuning forks. First time I experienced them was in Egypt, and just 
you know, since then I've become trained in them myself, and um, I just totally believe in sound therapy. Uh, it's ancient wisdom being remember, remembered, if, you know, if that's a good way to put it. And so Don has written this book um, about what were the tools that were used to treat infections, childbirth, um, you know, to aid and assist in that process to heal wounds. And um, he has written about the oils brought to the Christ child and how the oils interact with other healing modalities such as acupuncture and even uh, more so tuning forks and sounds. So, Jane, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. And, um, and you know, just I'm just going to let you speak and just, you know, um, whatever you would like to share with all of us. Well, I just so am so blessed to be in the presence of so many healers, and it is going to be a wonderful conference for the spirit seekers here on April the 6th. Uh, it's, it's interesting that you should pick sound as being such a vibrational energy because that is where it is at. Um, vibration uh, began with let there be. Every, every culture that we know of, whether it's the Aborigines in Australia, the Pawnees, or the natives of the Marshall Islands, all realize that sound is where creation began and that vibration resonates with essential oils because we know from scientific evidence that the essential oils do have an electrical pulse. They have an energy uh, hertz that can be measured that resonates also with our bodies and with what we say and what we feel and what we think. So this is a wonderful opportunity to be in such wonderful presence and where so much healing can begin. When I studied with Dr. Christy Bonds, I, she actually developed three different um, techniques of using three different series of tuning forks so that one can assist themselves individually and others. Um, one, find their place in the universe with the planetary forks. Then find your place among men with the Pygatheran tuning forks. And then the Salfagio, where you can erase guilt that you might be having from your ancestral DNA. And... All of that can work phenomenal with the essential oils, and that's what Don wrote his book about was the essential oils because he wanted to know what did the ancients use, and it was the essential oils that brought us on this journey to such light and, and wonderful energy. I'll tell you, the first time I experienced the tuning forks, I felt like I was coming home. And, you know, since then, I've, I'm, I don't know, I'm trained in four different kinds of sound therapy. I've been blessed with having amazing teachers. And um, when I was in Egypt, especially, you know, it was just, I was with healer, sound healers from all over the world. There were 40 of us. And I'll tell you what, you just, you just, we, we were in this one temple. And, you know, Jane, I know you'll be able to relate to this. We were in this one temple. And our time to visit this temple was midnight. <laughs> 
I'm not kidding. Oh, how wonderful. Well, we were lucky. We had private access to all of the different um, temples and, you know, Temple of Isis. We'd have to, like, sometimes get up at 3.30 in the morning. And and the first couple times we whined about it, you know, like, what do you mean? We have to get up at 3.30 to be there by 6. But then once we um, spent time at at the different sacred sites with the masses, you know, we're like, okay, we'll get up at 3.30 to avoid that. Sure, you know. So we had this, like, blessed time with all of these sacred sites where, you know, we had an individual guide. And, you know, so here we are in the Temple of Dendara and this sacred um, room that was designed for sound. And, I, uh, you know, it, it's just amazing to me. I mean, and, you know, the, the Wailing Wall in Israel. I mean, all of these different ancient sites, there's always sound with it. Isn't it amazing? Yes. Uh, our bodies were designed with sound that's why we hum that's why music can actually move us no matter from within and from without and sometimes we don't have that song in our heart and sometimes our thought patterns get disconnected and foggy and one thing that i can find i know that if i reach for a bottle of essential oil to just take a a whiff of the aroma those molecules can instantaneously lift the fog and put the oxygen back into my brain. Uh, Whether I've been due diligent and drank the water or not, I I can use the aroma and the sound, and it can vibrate my frequency and elevate our frequencies. And that's what our bodies do is we are energy and when we can elevate our energy levels then we can operate at optimal we can see clearly we can have the spiritual awareness that we need on our journey through this universe that's that's beautiful that says it all and this you know listeners this is what the spirit seeker conference is all about you know, we've done them since 1996. You know, the last one we did is in 2012, and I took a year off, and I did my own vision quest, crying for a vision, because I knew something needed to change, and I wasn't sure what it was, but I knew that I had to have to take that time to do my own inner journey. And so, you know, eight years ago, at this time, you know, like just a, a couple months shy, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, you know, Marcia McMahon had stage four breast cancer, went to her brain, and, you know, and she's overcome it, you know. And, and you know, you listen to Julie Renee Doring tonight, you know, she was told, you know, all these different things that she wouldn't recover and she wouldn't be able to get out of her wheelchair, and she did. Now, you know, you know how it is. We have to be very careful with our wonderful FDA to not make claims. But I'm going to tell you something. When the oncologist told me that if I was here in three years, I could celebrate, and I had an eight-year-old and a, a son in college and a daughter about ready to go to college, and I just looked at her and I said, and? She goes, well, I'm not playing God, but I can normally tell who's going to make it and who's not. I said, and? She goes, you're going to make it. I said, no kidding. I said, I have some things to change in my life. So I have heard miracles that happen from people coming together in consciousness, and this expo has so much light. I've been blasted. The magazine's been blasted. Webster's been blasted. 
I mean, you know, this is where the, the conference is happening, and we have a, a, a four-minute spot on Channel 5 the Friday before. We're on so many different radio shows, it's not even funny. I mean, I feel so honored to be, you know, emceeing this, this little radio show tonight, but I have to tell you something. We're, we're all reaching bigger, broader uh, light spectrums of people through the consciousness that's coming together. And I'm just so grateful to be one of the people, the Emissaries of Light, and working with so many profound people. You've heard from five of them tonight. There are over 12 or 13 different lectures. That's not even the musicians. We have John Tuhawks, Todd Mosby, uh, Joseph Carringer, um, Richard Carr. When I listen to his music, I just go into a different place. And then we also have Jackie Klein. So we have music all day long. We have all kinds of other things. The first 100 people who register online will pay $7, and they will get an $8 pass right back to go to the Missouri Botanical Gardens, to go to um, the Butterfly House, or to the um, Shaw uh, Gardens at, at 44 and, I don't know, out, in, out, out there. It's out west. It's their, their reserves. And so I'm a big believer in nature. And so I work with the botanical gardens a lot, and, and this is our gift. So you pay 7 and you get $8 right back. Now, where does that happen? We also have a grand prize of a weekend experience in, in St. Louis, and that's just going to be, you know, um, someone who walks through the doors of Spirit Seeker and fills out the little slip to be added to our email list will we'll win that. We also have a silent auction that will benefit Safe Connections. So all, so many of our vendors have donated these amazingly generous gifts and other people, we have a whole team of people, little, little angels that are working behind the scenes creating this silent auction. We're benefiting Safe Connections because they are the oldest uh, not-for-profit in St. Louis who um, is there for people, women, uh, and children that are um, involved in domestic violence and they also do education they go into schools and they educate the, the young men and the young women as to what what rape is what what all of this is and what boundaries and what no means and how to you know to really educate the kids before this um, uh, before it even gets out of control so they're doing education they um, they just do really good works and um, the director of that foundation used to work with Spirit Seeker as a writer and so I'm just so grateful for all of the work that they're doing they're the oldest oldest organization around with safe houses for women and a voice for women um, to find find safety and so we always support we bless we bless some or not-for-profit that's doing good works in the community and you know so so know that you know if you have an item and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I feel so moved, you can still donate something for the silent auction to benefit this good cause. So that's just a small peek into what you can expect. We have over 70 vendors, and they're coming from over 10 states. And I don't know. I could go on and on. I just know that my heart has expanded, and I'm just so grateful to um, – to be the one who is helping bring this all together, but I couldn't do it without all the different people who helped me. So I'm grateful for all of you taking the time to be on this call tonight. Um, you know, all of you are just magnificent in your own way. I'm grateful for the listeners and the readers of Spirit Seeker Magazine. I'm grateful for Nate Robbins, my producer, who brought, he just makes it all easy for me. You know, he handles the chat room while we're here. He sends questions from there. He takes the questions from the callers. And, you know, he just makes everything easy in my life. And so all of you who have your radio shows, if you ever are ready to go to the next level with ease, Nate Robbins is there. I mean, he'll help you. So I don't get to mention him very often. So there you are, Nate. 
Okay, so there we go. All you have to do is go to spiritseeker.com or spiritseekermagazine.com, either one, and it will take you um, to the front page. Click on the expo cover or the little thing at the top, and you'll go straight to our wonderful expo website. Spirit Seeker site will look very much like our expo website. It's being redesigned, and um, but it just couldn't happen before this expo. But you'll look at it as clean, it's easy, and um, I'm just grateful for all the people who helped me um, bring this magazine uh, to all of you each and every month. Okay, I've talked too long. There we are. It's a magnificent time. Please let people know about this uh, radio show because even if they're not coming to the expo, each and every speaker tonight has given us knowledge and tools that can you know, help us. So it's a virtual blog. Every radio show is archived. So with that, I thank everyone. I uh, wish everyone a wonderful namaste. The divine within me meets the divine within you. And it's a sacred time we're living in. And um, just much peace and love. And, you know, as the Beatles said, it's all about love. You know, that's all what it's about. So let's all remember that and change our frequency and help as many people as we can while we're here on this planet. And so it is. Thank you so much. We'll be back live next week and have a fabulous week. Namaste.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.